it's Shagulola Salami Show. Um, it's your girl Shagulola Salami, a virtual cafe podcast. Um, how are you all doing today? <sighs> I'm just there. Normally, I, I, I've said I will not talk about the weather so much because I don't know. There's just something about always wanting to talk about the weather. So today I'm not even going to talk about the weather, even though I've already just done that. Um, well, I'm hoping someone interesting will come in the cafe and I will learn something new today. Um, it's, it's the new year. So hopefully there will be lots of quite interesting discussions. So uh, whilst I'm there, I'm wondering what interesting conversation I'm going to have. I'm going to see who's here with me today. So who have I got here with me? Hey, this is Anmol Singh. I'm a stock market and a forex trader, and I'm glad to be talking today uh, to you about many great things. Uh, apart from that, I also have multiple uh, businesses in real estate that I'm involved with. Nice. Interesting. I think the other day or in one of the previous episodes, I was asking someone about investment tips. So it's nice to be able to speak to, um, to an expert. Uh, okay, cool. So what can I offer you today starting off with? Get some uh, cappuccino. You know, very demanding. Um, how do you like your cappuccino? I like it uh, very frothy. Okay, cool. Anything else? I think that should be fine for now. Okay, fabulous. Well, it is a futuristic, you know, t- a very techy uh, virtual cafe. So, you know, we'll get that up in a second. Um, but yeah, so tell me about, you know, yourself a bit more. So how did you get into... Um, what did you say, investment trading, forex trading? Yes, yeah, so I'm um, involved with uh, the currency markets as well as the uh, U.S. stock markets uh, in terms of trading. And uh, I got involved with that in college. I actually went to college in uh, Brunel University in London. Um, okay. So that's where I did my uh, university. And while I was in my dorm room, I uh, you know, was looking into this trading thing, starting to read books, starting to meet people. And it was always something that made me really curious as to how the markets really work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I for sure knew that there's money involved in there. So I put myself into that. And since my dorm room, I've been uh, involved in the stock market. So how did you know that there was money in there? Um, you know, you grow up watching movies, Wall Street, Boiler Room, or, you know, you know, all these movies you watch in Hollywood. And uh, they portray Wall Street as like a very elite thing or something that has a lot of success built into it. So I've always been really, you know, fascinated. Uh, with success and with uh, Wall Street. And, uh, and then after finishing my university, I moved straight to New York and uh, never looked back since. Wow. Well, you're like, you know, a lot of people seem to be leaving London and going to America. Um, so it seems like all of you guys have this secret in America that the rest of us don't know. But okay, do, do continue. So you said something about currency exchange, you know, because I, I hear all these different terms and to me, they all sound like, you know, ancient um, Egyptian. So, you know, is there any difference between them? Um, yeah. So, you know, the currencies, uh, currency markets are basically also known as the Forex markets, short for foreign exchange. Okay. Um, so when you travel from uh, the, the UK to, let's say, America, you're going to be exchanging your pounds for dollars so that you basically did a currency transaction or a currency trade. So what we traders do is rather than trading for our personal use, we're trading to speculate on the prices of the currency against another. And we try to profit off those uh, differences. Right. Ah, actually, I think I know a few people who do that, but they do it um, not 
via Western Union, they do their own little thing. So how do you do yours? How did you get started? Like if someone was going to say, oh, you know what? This sounds interesting. I want to get involved. Like how would someone get involved? What, what are the basics? How did you find out the basics? Was it just from reading? Um, so these days it's actually become really, really easy to get involved as a Forex trader. Um, the reason for that is with the advent of technology, you can simply open a brokerage account with any old broker within literally five minutes, right? You provide some information, you provide some details, and voila, you got your trading account open. And all you have to do is, you know, either you can continue trading without any money in it, which is also known as a demo account or virtual account. So you're using virtual money to trade and bet on the price of currency. So you have nothing to gain or lose. It's just for practice. Hmm. And then once you start practicing, you say, okay, I think I've got this thing. Then you can actually fund your brokerage account with real money and then start trading from there. So for me, um, I definitely started trading, reading books. And I can also tell you that I lost a lot of money when I started because, you know, it's just like playing golf. You can't read a book and learn how to play golf. You actually have to play golf. Yeah. So trading, I read a lot of books and I went into it and that was definitely not how it worked. So I found one of my mentors and he basically has been trading for, at that time when I, start, when I met him, he was already trading for five years. So he took me under his wing. He kind of taught me how to you know, do this and uh, really taught me what not to do as well as what to do. And then I think a mentor is the most important part in anything, in business, in life, in trading. Uh, if you find somebody who can show you the way, it makes life so much more easier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That sounds... So what sort of things did your mentor teach you that weren't in the books you read? Um, it was more about, you know there's many different ways to trade, you know, okay. there's uh, many different ways to make money in the market. So when you read books, what you're reading is their way of trading, right? And you're also reading, if you read another book, they're going to teach you their way of trading. So you get conflicting advice. So I think it's important to find a mentor that you really trust and then just do whatever he says to do. Right. Uh, so then you don't get confused because if you read one book, which tells you to do X and then the other says, no, don't do X. You should do it. Y. And then you read another book, which is don't no, X and Y both don't work. You should do A and B. <laughs> and then, you know, it, it builds confusion. So I think that's where a mentor comes in, where you block everything out and then just do what one person is telling you to do. Right. Okay. Okay. So how long have you been trading for now? So I'm on my eighth year now. So I started trading, um, you know, 2009 is when I started trading. Uh, but 2010 is when I really got serious about it. So, you know, 2009 and 10 was just playing around. And then 2010, when I got serious about it, but I only really started making money in like 2011 from trading. So first year was just learning. Okay. So that's basically three years before you started, you know, learning. So what were the key things you learned, you know, within those three years for you to then be able to turn a profit? So one of the things that I learned, which helped me not only in my trading, but also in my other businesses is the fact that the mindset. The mindset, the psychology, controlling your own mindset, being disciplined, uh, those things are key because somebody can teach you like a great strategy that is sure to work for you, right? But then, you know, we humans don't, we try and tweak it because we think, okay, maybe we know a little bit better. We try and optimize it, we tweak it. And in so doing, we basically destroy the whole strategy. So, you know, being disciplined was the biggest key and uh, learning how to control my own emotions was uh, the biggest thing I could learn in trading. And that parlayed, that lesson parlayed into my other businesses where I can, I'm not, you know, risk averse. I'm okay with taking risks because I calculate now 
and I'm disciplined and I'm able to hold on to the tough times and I'm able to ride on to the good times. So those lessons have helped me not only in trading, but in every single thing that I've done. Interesting. Okay. Well, so I was quite interested in what you said about different books had different um, approaches. Um, and so it could easily lead to confusion. So in your experience, which of the books have that you've read that then tallied with what you do now and what your mentor said? I think the books that were related to trading psychology were the ones that are universal, regardless of how or why or when you trade. Um, I think when you focus on strategy-specific books, that's the ones you should avoid. But as far as good books to read, um, you know, Stock Market Wizards, Market Wizards by Jack Schwager, uh, those are all great books to read. And then there's also uh, books by Mark Douglas, uh, Trading in the Zone. Those are good to read because those are all like generic trading psychology mindset based books that are going to help people no matter how they trade. And even if they're not a trader, they're still going to help them um, because they're to do with your mindset and humans are all the same. We only have two big emotions, fear and greed. So it's (laughs) the same fear and greed. Those emotions are in every human being. I think uh, so the books are beneficial to everybody. Mm, Okay. Okay. So if you were to look back now of, you know, if you were, let's say, you know, we had access to the TARDIS, you know, Doctor Who, if you've ever watched Doctor Who, and you could go back in time and, you know, you're, let's say you were in 2009 when you were starting out and you were reading all these books, like what five pieces of advice would you give your younger self? I think the, yeah, I think the biggest advice I would give myself is, you know, A, to be disciplined, to set time aside, be better at time management right? Um, to really schedule time for when you want to, how much time do you want to devote to your learning? How much time do you want to spend reading books to, you know, do time. And then the other thing also would be to not be too hard on yourself. You know, when you start something new, you're going to make mistakes. And it's important to learn from those mistakes and see what you can actually improve on and what you could actually do better. And I think uh, those are the biggest difference makers for me. It's just not to be hard on yourself because I think I was too hard on myself early on when I didn't see success right away. But there is no right away overnight success. No overnight success takes tens of years in making. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's quite, that's quite interesting because authors as well, you know, we always say that, that, you know, it's, it's to become an overnight success. It takes at least 10 years. So it's quite interesting, you know, that you say that again. So now just to make sure that I'm on the same page as you, right? What's the difference between, Forex currency exchange and stock market. How, what are the differences? So the stock market, you're basically trading stocks in the companies, uh, you know, in different companies. So for example, you're trading stock of Microsoft, right? You're trading stock of Apple or Google. So you're actually betting on the price of the company's stock. Uh, whereas trading Forex, you're betting on price of one currency against another. So for example, if you're trading Euro US dollar, and you're buying that, that basically means you're saying that Euro is going to go higher, right? Strengthen against the US dollar. So uh, in currencies, you're basically betting one currency against another, which is one's going to be stronger, which one's going to be more. And then the stocks, you're trading the price of the stock. So in essence, they're both the same. The way I trade both are the same, the same strategies, the same patterns. Everything's the same. It's the only difference is, you know, instead of a company, you're trading currencies. 
Which is better than companies or currency? I think both are great. You know, I originally started off first as a stock trader. So that's what I did for, uh, I would say about four years. And then I started currency trading. But I, I think both have their merits. Both have their uh, pros and cons. Uh, Forex generally is easier for most people to learn because stock market has set hours, right? Stock market opens at 9.30, closes at 4. So that, and those are the hours that you have to find your time to trade in. Uh, whereas the Forex markets, the good part about those is the Forex markets are open 24 hours. So somebody who has a job, somebody who has, you know, another business or some other thing that they do in the morning, they can still come and maybe trade at, in the evenings. So that's the good part about it is that it's 24 hours and it's also open on Sundays. So it's even better. Whereas the stock market is Monday to Friday and on only on certain hours. That's quite interesting. Okay, so um, what else have you been doing? So now that you've been doing stock trading and Forex trading for a little while, um, are you just going to remain that way or are you doing anything else? Um, sure. So I, you know, was trading for just trading for many, many years. And then in 2015, I started my own company uh, known as Live Traders, where we actually provide seminars, training, advisory services, newsletters and different services for those who also want to do this as a career. So we show them how we did it. And we also provide services for those who are maybe have a job and they just want to trade on the side. So we have newsletters for that. Uh, so that's another one of my business. I took basically my skill of trading and then parlayed that into teaching other people how to do that. So that created another business. And then since then I've been involved in uh, many different things as I continue to diversify. Um, cause you know, I've been trading for eight, nine years and it's a great business, but then I also have a thing about, you know, I'm trading in my computer, trading for, for myself, making money is great, but I'm not really creating anything, you know? So that thing just really started in me. So now I have a uh, franchise automotive store. I have some real estate. So now I have a team, I have managers, you know, assistant managers, uh, employees. So I like building a team. So that's what I'm focusing on now. So I've been diversifying more into other businesses using the income that I've generated from trading and then putting it into uh, retail stores that I've been opening up and then uh, real estate and things of that nature. Wow, that's quite interesting um, because I know that some people do do well with stock exchange um, or stock trading. Um, and I know that it's also quite risky. Um, and that's one of the, my biggest fears with stock is that, you know, I hear that, you know, you can gain as well as you can lose. And people always say you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't use money that you can't afford um, to lose. Um, so it's quite interesting to hear that, you know, you've been quite successful um, with it and, you know, you've been able to diversify. So that's definitely quite, um, you know, quite interesting. And I think the best bit that I do like is that you offer teaching opportunities to people who are coming up so that they can learn from your expertise so do you have offer mentoring as well or is it just via your newsletter alone no we have um we have courses we have video lessons so people um sign up for video lessons and then they get a manual book that we wrote they get uh, video lessons they get uh live mentoring so we do like a live session every day which okay. we even do today which is um we share our screen we share our webcam we also share our audio so it's almost like you're sitting next to us Right. And then you can actually watch us trade live in front of you. So I think that's the best way to learn where people can actually see our screen, see us in real time, actually utilize and trade the strategies that they're being taught in the video lessons. So we do that every single day. 
Uh, no, that's quite useful, though, because it's one thing to read something, um, but it's always nice to be able to get the opportunity to see it, you know, live and try it out. I'm, I'm a big believer in trying something out, um, because the more you do something, the better you get at it. Um, and do people get the opportunity to um, ask questions whilst you're trading live as well? Exactly. I mean, they ask the question in real time. Hey, how did you trade that? Or why did you trade that? Or what was the thing about this? And then in real time, it helps teach much better than in like in a classroom environment. Because in a classroom environment, you're learning what happened last week. Whereas in real time, you're learning what's happening right now. And then there's nothing more powerful than real time. Yes, no, definitely. So tell me again about this course. Um, what is, is this on your website? What is your website? Because it's quite interesting. Yeah, so the, the website is livetraders.com, L-I-V-E traders.com. And in, in that website, they'll be able to find, you know, first of all, I recommend people start off by reading the free ebook because that will basically give them a little bit more info about the markets and how they work. And so that they can decide if this is even something they want to get into because it's not right for everybody. So yeah. that way they can read the book, see if this is even something they want to get their hands into. And then if they, get, if they like what they see, then, you know, they can go further and uh, sign up for the newsletter, uh, which is free. They get, you know, tips in their emails every single day. And then from there, they're shown about more about the programs and the courses, and then they decide on which avenue they want to go with. And uh, we also offer a, offer a free 15-minute uh, consultation where they can call our office, uh, chat with one of our head traders, and then they'll chat with them, see you know what it is that they want to do in their life, their goals and career, and then they'll guide them accordingly to the right program, or they'll guide them accordingly, stating that okay, this doesn't seem like a good fit for you, maybe you want to try something else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's quite interesting. Um, I'm not even sure what to say now because my head is just spinning. It's not really my, um, my, um, what's the word I'm looking for now? My kettle of fish, um, just because I'm really scared about, you know, losing money. <laughs> I'm never, someone said I am very risk averse. Um, but I do think it's quite interesting what you do. Okay, um, that's fine. So go on your website, livetraders.com, did you say? Yes, livetraders.com. And I uh, just wanted to say something about risk. You know, risk is there in everything in life, you know, because I think not taking a risk is the biggest risk you can take, right? Because yeah. if you take risk, then two things can happen. Either nothing happens and you are where you were, or something great happens and then you just change your whole life. But if you don't take risks, then nothing's going to change. And, you know, that's one thing I tell everybody that not taking a risk is actually the biggest risk. Because if you take, like, I look at it in a way where there's two sides of a tunnel, right? One side where you are, so you have what you have, you got what you got. And then there's the other side of the tunnel that maybe if you go through the tunnel, if you don't find anything interesting, okay, great. You go back to where you were. But what if that other side of the tunnel has something like, like a brand new life for you. And I think so risk taking is something that uh, people should get comfortable with. Uh, Cause even when you work out in a gym, right? If you want to grow muscles, what happens first? First you tear up the muscle by working out, then you get sore and then the muscle recovers into a stronger one. So risk taking is inherent in life. Just like a child gets up, he falls down but he still gets back up because that's how he's going to learn how to walk. So everything in life, if you look at it, everything has inherent risk. And the real growth really comes when you actually take that risk. Yeah. 
I know, but I'm too much of a scaredy cat. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So you're doing all these amazing things and trying to help other people, um, which I think is really great. Um, so what else? Again, I feel like there's you you know you there's so much to you that I've not even discovered yet in the course of this conversation. Yeah, I mean, um, what I'm working on right now, what I'm most excited about is um, my book, which is coming out. I've, you know, this is my first book that I'm writing. And this book has nothing to do with trading. It has nothing to do with business. It's strictly a mindset, psychology-based book, personal development book, uh, which I wrote after, you know, years of experience coaching people and uh, working with, you know, million-dollar traders when high stakes are on the line, you know, how to control their emotions. And I learned a lot of things that I think are going to benefit people who are, you know, everyday life, you know, people who are regular working class people, you know, they're not traders, they're not entrepreneurs, uh, but it's a mindset based book called uh, Prepping for Success, uh, 10 Keys for Making It in Life. And I basically go over everything that I've learned through my personal development journey. Uh, I've spent, I would say, six figures plus attending workshops, seminars, you know, books, audio tapes, all those stuff. And I really wanted to compile it down into like a hundred pages of the best stuff that I've ever learned. So that's what I'm most excited about at this point. Wow. Um, and how are you publishing? Wait, is, is the book ready? Is, is the book ready for publication yet? Yes. The book is actually going to be launching next month. So it's going to be available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, uh, you know, any, any bookstore really. Uh, it should be hopefully the airport. That's where I wanted to see my book, <laughs> you know, but uh, it, it should be available at all, all the bookstores, uh, probably I would say uh, New Year's. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So by January, 2019, your book mm -hmm. should be out. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Um, right. And it's not about trading. It's about mindset. Mm -hmm. And what correct. was the title again? Title is Prepping for Success. Ten Prepping keys. for Success. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it. Trading for Success. No, sorry. Prepping for Success, a mindset book by a, well, a very successful author, trader, Anmol Singh. Did I get it? Yes. Perfect. It. Okay. Um, right. Any final words of wisdom? What else do you want to share with people? Because I just feel like... 30 minutes is not enough to get into your mind and learn every single thing that you've got to share. Oh, totally. I mean, I think if I start talking, because this is something I'm really fascinated with. So if I start talking about mindset, I think this conversation will go on forever and ever. But I think one thing I leave people with is just, you know, which is going to be the biggest difference maker in their life, in their career, their job, their business is just to focus. This is the number one key in my book. It's called integrity. So really focus on being a man or woman of integrity, which means, you know, doing what you said you were going to do and then doing it when you said you were going to do it. And if you really live by that, and if you are a person of integrity, I mean, your whole life drastically changes. Think about it. If you really did everything that you said you were going to do, how different would your life be? And I think that's the number one key in my book uh, out of the 10 keys is being a person of integrity and then actually doing when you said you were going to do and then doing it when you said you were going to do it. Uh, and that's, I think, the biggest difference maker. 
Well, that is definitely quite true. Um, but unfortunately, I think a lot of people don't always do it. Um, but hopefully, you know, what are, the, what are the main things that you've seen in your business of doing the things that you say you will do? I think it makes the biggest difference. Even if you have, let's say you have employees or colleagues or bosses, uh, think about how much they're going to trust you if you did everything that you said you were going to do and then you did it right on when you said you were going to do it. Because, uh, you know, it creates trust because then people can rely on you. They can trust you. You become in their eyes and everybody's eyes that, okay, you know, John, he's a person of integrity. If you tell him something, you can count on him. And when people can count on you, you'll start to see different opportunities open up. People are going to hit you up for different opportunities. They want you to be part of their life. And then you start building a network. Like when you, people can rely on you, I think people underestimate that so much. If you can become the person people can count on, like you're just going to see a whole world of opportunities open up for you. And then people are really going to trust you because they know when I tell John something to do something, he's going to do it, you know, and then that changes everything. And, you know, your whole goodwill increases. And I think uh, it's also karma. I think it all comes back around to you. Yes, very, very true. Um, okay. So tell us about, you know, how you got around to publishing your book. Because I always like to know how people published your books. Did you self-publish or did you go with a publisher? I went with a tr uh, self-publishing route. Um, I started off with a traditional publisher first. And I, I, saw, so I saw the kind of contract, but they weren't really doing much in terms of, you know, marketing and things like that. So I said, I'm going to self-publish because I have a pretty good audience myself. And uh, I think it makes more sense for me to self-publish with the size of my audience uh, rather than traditional publisher. Okay. So how did you get the rights for your, um, for your book back? Because if you've already signed up with them, I thought that meant that they owned the rights to your book. Right. right. So in that case, I hadn't signed anything. I looked over the proposal and then I declined it. Ah, okay. That's fine. So you self-published. What did you learn from self-publishing? Would you go self-publishing again? 100%. I think in this day and age, it always makes more sense to do self-publishing. I think traditional publishing has lost its, uh, you know, lost its way because uh, how do people learn about books these days, right? Mm. They learn about it on social media. They learn about it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if that's how they're going to learn about it, I can pretty much assure you, you have a bigger audience than, you know, like a publisher on Instagram. So people would more likely follow you. And then your audience, since they're following you, they are already relate to you. They already have the relationship. So they're more likely to get your book than through recommendation of a publisher. Because I think publishers have lost that credibility that they used to have once. And these days, they also don't really do much in terms of marketing for you. Um, and I think the online is where it's at right now. And as a self-publisher, the good things about it is, number one, you collect 100% of the royalties. And then the best part about it also is you have that 100% of the rights. So let's say you tomorrow wanted to add something in your book. You wanted to change something. Very easy to do that, right? You wanted to change the price. You wanted to give it out for free. Very easy to do that. And you control everything. So I think for me and for everybody, I think it makes more sense. And it's also easier, right? It's much quicker to get it self-published than a traditional publisher. And I think most people postpone publishing their book because they're looking for a traditional publishing deal. And I think they're procrastinating. They should just go the self-publishing route and, uh, and you will be surprised. You know, there have been a lot of authors that I've spoken to that started off as a self-publishing, you know, author when then their books, you know, really got attention. And then they gave those, the original book that was originally self-published to a traditional publisher. So it, 
it's a way to get the traditional publisher to even look at you by self-publishing first. So I think if anybody's out there is listening, they have a book in mind, just self-publish it. You know, focus on the second one if you really want to do a traditional publisher. But the first one, just get it out there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense um, because I always find that, you know, these days they, you know, publishers want you to do a lot of work. It's not a case of I've taken the time to write this book, so I'm going to pass it on to someone to run with it, you know, like a marathon where, you know, you you can then relax and somebody else continues. Now you're running side by side with your um, with your publisher. So it then makes a lot of sense, especially financially um, for you to self-publish. Okay. No, that's good. So I think in the tally, I tried to take this, you know, mental tally of, you know, authors who come on the show and who they seem to prefer. Um, and I think the, the swing is sort of swinging, the, the scale is swinging slightly to the side of self-publishing. Some authors, even though they don't see any benefit to working with a publisher, they seem to think that there's some sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Some sort of reputation um, for being with a publisher. So you can sort of almost, almost like bragging rights to say, oh, I'm with a publisher. Right. I think that's the biggest reason people go for it is because they believe that self-publishing, oh, you know, it's not really a real book. I publish it myself. You know, yeah. a traditional publisher gives me credibility. But I think uh, more than that, what it signifies is that you don't really believe in yourself. Because if you really believed in yourself, you would publish it and you would trust that people would want to buy from you, right? Yeah. If you're looking for that, I, I, would, you know, I would encourage people to look into why is that? Is it really because of the credibility or because you think that you have a lack of credibility? Which one is it? So really look into it. That's another mindset thing. You know, people postpone things because they don't believe, oh, if I publish it, you know, it's not a real book. And it's all your internal limiting beliefs. It's not real. Self-publishing is very real. Uh, the most Amazon bestsellers and recent best-selling books are all self-published, if you really look at it. Yeah. Okay, fabulous. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure um, having you on the show. Um, and I think I've learned something new about um, currency trading. It's not one of the more popular ones because the ones that I do hear a lot of um, is with regards to stock trading and not currency trading. But it was only recently I was having a conversation with a friend and then he mentioned about this course on currency trading. That's why I was like, oh yes, I've heard about this before. So let me just act like I actually know, um, you know, it just sort of puts me in that position to actually have a proper conversation with you because, you know, it's not something that I was quite familiar um, with. And, you know, so now anyone who's listening, who's considering going into currency trading or um, stock trading, they can now come on your website uh, and check it out. So it's livetrading.com, right? And you're yeah. recommending that they take out the free ebook on your website. Is that correct? Yeah. So the website's livetraders.com. Oh, uh, livetraders.com. Okay. On livetraders.com, they'll be able to get the uh, free book. That's where I recommend they start with. Okay, perfect. Well, any final words of wisdom before we let you go? No, I think uh, yeah, I hope people enjoyed uh, this conversation. I definitely enjoyed it. And, and I, I just hope they got something out of it. And most importantly, they actually execute on what they actually learned. Yes, no, definitely. At least I got something out of it. You know, I've learned something new as well. Um, so that at least you know that one person has learned something from your conversation, which is a win-win, I think. 
for sure every person <laughs> makes a difference okay cool well ladies and gentlemen you've learned something about you know um, currency trading today i knew i did um it is the shagilola salami show and i am shagilola salami so hopefully we'll see you again next week until then bye now <laughs>